Today on Lockdown Blue Jackets, we've got some lineup news. We're going to be previewing the Chicago Blackhawk game tonight. Hopefully that goes better than the last time we played them. And also, why is there a former NHL goalie son at Radio Row in LA for the Super Bowl? Let's find out. Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good morning, Blue Jackets fans. Happy Thursday. This is Locked On Blue Jackets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms, whether you are a first-time listener or a regular listener. I appreciate you. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. They have you covered this season with more odds, props, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. So we're going to start off today uh, just a little bit of a catch-up in terms of the Blue Jackets coming off of that loss to Calgary. Uh, one item of note is that JF Berube has been added to the roster on emergency recall. Uh, he was added yesterday, I believe, which uh, does make me wonder if one of the goalies is unavailable to play tonight or if it's just a precautionary thing uh, we'll probably know a little bit more when they take the ice for morning skate but uh, it doesn't uh, it doesn't fill me with confidence because they don't seem to have uh, made any kind of comment about why he's been recalled just that they've added him to the roster on emergency recall uh, Brube started off super strong for the Cleveland Monsters this season, uh, has kind of, I think he's had a couple of games in the NHL, but all like back up, he's not actually been on the ice, uh, it was I believe when Corpusalo was on the COVID list and uh, Tarasov was still injured. Again, calling Brubay up makes me think that Tarasov is still a little ways away from being healthy, but it, uh, like I said, it does not fill me with confidence that suddenly they need an extra goaltender. Um, it's still early-ish in Chicago, so I imagine we probably won't we won't hear much about that until, like I said, until later on, but uh, something to keep an eye on. Uh, something else to keep an eye on, I believe Emil Bemstrom is at the end of his quarantine period, so we could see him uh, joining the Blue Jackets today. Uh, obviously, Chicago is only a quick, what, hour and a half flight from Columbus, so if he gets cleared this morning, he could easily fly out to meet the team in Chicago and play tonight. Um, that being said, I don't think there's there's any rush. Um, you know, Calgary's game aside, I think they played pretty well. They uh, did did a pretty good job, obviously 3-1 and one on the road trip so far. Granted, one of those wins was against Montreal, but hey, it still counts. Um, so I don't know that you want to rush Emil Bemstrom back, who, in fairness, I think has has been good in the limited role that he's played for the Blue Jackets this season. Obviously, he's been out in and out of the lineup, injured quite a bit. Um, but uh, with uh, Fix Wolanski and Gaunt playing pretty well, I don't know that you rush Bemstrom back when he's not ready, especially um, with the with the new rules. Obviously they don't test asymptomatic players anymore, so he must be symptomatic 
which means, you know, I would not want to rush him back, especially, you know, a disease that affects the lung capacity and things like that. You want to make sure that he is, you know, a-okay, ready to go before you put him back in. And I think the the success of Fitzwalski and Gaunt on that fourth line uh, with Jack Roslovic has, uh, has given the Blue Jackets a little bit of leeway in terms of quote-unquote rushing rushing players back. Um, apart from that, I don't expect that we'll see anyone returning to the lineup. Uh, Texier is still out. Robinson is still out. Uh, Jake B is still out. They're all going to be out for a, a little while longer, I think, at least a couple of weeks. Um, but something of note is uh, Adeboquist tonight will be playing in Chicago for the first time since the trade. Obviously, Seth Jones's homecoming last month was ruined by a positive COVID test. Uh, so, you know, fingers crossed the same thing doesn't happen to Adeboquist. But uh, it should be it should be interesting to see how he deal he does uh, in his old barn. You know, he's had a really good season for us, playing as much as he has. Uh, you know, he's getting the development here that I don't know that he would have gotten on Chicago with or without the Seth Jones trade. Honestly, I think even if they had managed to keep him in the Seth Jones trade, he would have been getting a lot less ice time. Uh, but of course, has nine game nine goals in thirty something games so far. This season, which I believe is outscoring every defenseman on the Blackhawks, which, you know, you absolutely love to see it. Um, we're going to do a little bit of a preview next, check in with who's scoring goals on the Blackhawks and how uh, special teams and things are going to match up. Uh, that's coming up in just a minute on Locked on Blue Jackets. But first, I want to tell you about Bet Online because Bet Online is back. There might be less football being played, but betonline.net has way more odds and info for this playoff season. From scores, totals, player performance props, to where the next five coach is going to land, BetOnline is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. And it's not just football. BetOnline.net's basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC odds coverage is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thank you once again for making Locked On Blue Jackets your first listen every day. Make sure you check out Olympic Hockey Daily, presented by Locked On NHL. It is a bonus podcast covering all the action in Beijing. You can find it on the Locked On NHL podcast feed. It is free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode, I think, is going to be a good one, uh, because the... Women's gold medal game was last night, and I know that Rachel, who is one half of Olympic Hockey Daily, has some very strong opinions about the uh, coaching decisions of the American team, so make sure you check that out. I know I will be checking that out basically as soon as I'm done recording this, so uh, run, don't walk, you know? Um, But back to the Blue Jackets, they are playing... Their second and final game against Chicago tonight. Chicago won the first one, I think 3-1, uh, 4-2. Um, that was a rough game, uh, honestly, but something I kind of expected. So hopefully Blue Jackets can turn it around. Um, like I said before, they're 3-1 and one on this road trip. Chicago, I believe, is currently below them in the standings and is falling. Um, in terms of players to watch, Patrick Laine continues to be red hot. He's got nine points in his last five games. I believe he's got a seven-game point streak going, so uh, look for him to 
have some success tonight, especially when you look at the uh, penalty kill for the Blackhawks. They're 28th in the league at only 74.7%, so if the Blue Jackets can get some power play time, then I would look to see uh, Line A continuing his quest his, sing quest, his single-handed quest to make the power play good again. Uh, it's still only ours is still only twenty-fourth in the league versus Chicago's sixteenth. But it, we've had goals in, I believe, the last three games, not counting Calgary. So there's that. Um, other other players to watch uh, on the. Blackhawks side, they've got Brandon Hagel, who has two goals in his last five games. Patrick Kane has five points in his last five games. Um, Alex Dabrinka is uh, not on this list, but is always a threat. Uh, and he seems to really love scoring against the Blue Jackets. And I don't know why, because all I do is shower him with love. And he rejects it and scores on my team. So uh, I expect to see at least a two-point night from Dabrinka. Uh, goaltender comparison, I would assume that we'd see Flurry. Uh, it would be nice if we saw Soderblom. He is uh, a rookie. He's only got one game at the minute. Uh, he was a five-goal allowance, I believe, in... Uh, I want to say against Edmonton, but I might be making that up. So it would be nice to see him. Obviously, you know, the Blue Jackets, yes, are ahead of the standings. Uh, again, ahead of the Blackhawks in the standings, but I feel like we can ride this facing the backup goalie for as long as possible. Um, I would expect Muslikins to start, uh, unless, again, you know, the Barube call-up means that he's unavailable. Again, still no news on that. Uh, I did, in fact, check Twitter during the ad break to make sure that nothing had been announced because it's about 9 a.m. in Chicago right now, but still nothing. I assume something will come out as soon as I'm done recording because that's how podcasting works, especially when it's daily. Um, but if both goaltenders are healthy, I would expect to see Mosley kids again, like maybe... Corpozalo, who has typically played pretty well against Chicago in the past, but it seems like they're really kind of riding Muslikins down the stretch here, and I don't know if that's to avoid Corpozalo getting hurt, or if they just don't trust him to win games right now, which seems unfair, because I think he's been pretty good on a quite bad team so far this season, but hey, what do I know? I am just a podcaster, not a coach. Um... Another, uh, an interesting fact of note is that the Blue Jackets and the Blackhawks are dead even in face-off percentage. This probably functionally means nothing, but I thought it was cool and exciting. Um, Blackhawks are 30th in the league in goals per game, uh, at only 2.39. The Blue Jackets have jumped back up to 13th at 3.11. Their goals uh, against is slightly better though. They are at, uh, still not great. They're at 24th in the league. Uh, the Blue Jackets are continuing to uh, sit at the bottom of the standings. Well, nearish the bottom of the standings. They are 30th. They allow uh, over three and a half goals per game on average, which is not the way to win games, especially when you're only scoring just over three goals a game. Uh, you know, I math is is difficult, but I think that averages out to a lot of four three losses, which is not again. That's not a way. To win a game because you simply are not scoring more goals than the other team uh it's just math um like i said it will be it will be good to see adaboquist 
have a big game tonight, uh, obviously, as well. This will be Seth Jones' first time playing against the Blue Jackets. He did not get to play in Columbus, so look for him to have a big game as well. Uh, look for him to really match up against Wierenski. Um, that'll be really interesting, actually, to see how much ice time they get together and how that affects the kind of the tide of the game or the score effects or the possession play, because I think that's something that I have really been thinking about is what is Seth Jones without Zach Wierenski and what is Zach Wierenski without Seth Jones? And apparently the answer for Zach Wierenski is a perfectly good defenseman, which, you know, I think we all knew, but is good to see anyway. Um, I'm not going to make a prediction because every time I make a prediction against the Blackhawks, I get sad because I get it wrong. Um, and I get it wrong and also my team loses. So I'm not going to make a prediction, but I am going to say that I think Adeboquist scores, Patrick Laine scores, and Seth Jones has at least a three-point night. That is my official, uh, official predictions in lieu of a game score and game-winning goal scorer. Um... Now, in a minute, I teased this in the cold open, uh, the Lockdown Network was at Radio Row for the Super Bowl last week, and they got a ton of great interviews, uh, you know, Lockdown NFL has all of that if you want to check that out, but something uh, interesting that they did pick up was uh, they had an interview with a guy called Ed Johnson, who is, or EJ Johnson, excuse me, who is the son of uh, former NHL goaltender Ed Johnson, and he has started a uh, a new hockey league, shall we say. It's called Three Ice. Uh, I like to call it Thrice because I think I'm funny. Um, and it is a completely three-on-three -three league, um, which sounds dope as hell. Um, so we've got a little bit of a, an interview with him as he talks about, you know, how he got started, what this league is about, things like that. So that's what's coming up next on uh, Locked on Blue Jackets. You've heard of the big three in basketball. What about three-on-three -three hockey? Well, EJ Johnson had exactly that idea with three ice. What can you tell us about it? Yeah, it's inspired by a lot of things. The three-on-three three three overtime format in the NHL is great. Big three is definitely in there. Some of the video game from EA Sports is in there. Uh, short format version of Formula One, Formula E. Uh, the Indian Premier League is short format version of cricket. It's all kind of in there, uh, but the media landscape's begging for something like this. We think we've taken a, uh, built a better mousetrap. A great format in that overtime session. Proved upon it even further. Two eight-minute halves, running clock, six games per a tour stop, and crown a winner. We'll do that for eight straight Saturdays, and then have a championship in Vegas, and uh, it's great. Was the was the bite-sized nature of it part of the appeal for you? Because it seems like everything is clips, TikTok, YouTube, all that stuff. How do you think it will fit into that landscape? Hundred percent. I use the word snackable, so bite-sized is a great word as well. The uh, shareability of this highlight of even a theoretically a full period. You can share that with your friends on a, on a YouTube clip pretty easily. Uh, it's absolutely part of the equation. We think the media landscape has shifted to a more snackable format, so we think we fit in perfectly. What do you have already in place in terms of teams, in terms of league? What, what's, what's the latest? Yeah, we've got six Hall of Fame coaches, Brian Trottier, uh, Larry Murphy, Grant Fuhr, Guy Carboneau, Joey Mullen, John LeClaire, um, all great Hall of Fame coaches. We've got TV deals, CBS, CBS Sports Network here in the States, TSN and RDS up north. We just announced about an hour ago the ESPN deal for another 185 countries. Um, arenas are booked. We're uh, in seven NHL markets, excuse me, uh, three NHL markets, seven cities in the States, two in Canada, London, Ontario, Quebec City, Nashville, Pittsburgh. Uh, it's great. So we've got everything in place. We dropped the puck on June 18th. 
And then how long is the season? What's the format? So we've got uh, eight straight Saturdays. All six of our teams show up at a single location. We play a bracket-style tournament. Three opening round games, two semifinals, then a championship. And we'll do that for eight straight Saturdays. Based on a point system, the top four teams will then compete for a million-dollar prize. So we've got a million dollars in the regular season and then a million dollars for our championship. So our ninth weekend, those guys will be competing for that. It's like formalizing pickup hockey, basically. Yes, yes. It's a uh, faster version of the game. And for me, I play four and four. I'm a roller hockey guy. Uh, unfortunately, I'm terrible on ice. I'm embarrassed to say um, to the public, I guess now. Um, but it is a faster version of the game that you sort of could see your friends playing on a Saturday afternoon, but it's, it's really a proven concept with the NHL. The three-on-three session that they came out with two, 2015, uh, really for us, it's the best part of hockey, and we think we've improved upon that even further. Where do you think you will find players? I mean, you look at the, the basketball league, it's a lot of former NBA players. Is it, where do you think you'll find the guys that are going to do this? Yeah, so we've already got them. We've signed up 90 players. We're going to curate that down to our 42 starters plus a taxi squad. These guys are ex-NHLers uh, in their early 30s. We've got guys that are coming out of college, AHL, ECHL players. Um, we've got a few surprises that I'll announce at some point sooner rather than later. But uh, this is not the senior tour. This is probably going to be an average about 28, 29 years of age, and these guys can fly. It's sort of tic-tac-toe passing and hair on fire track me hockey. What are the chances that we could see a co-ed league, a female league, in addition to all of this? Yeah, that's interesting. So um, we'll expand into Europe, so Three Ice Europe will be a thing. We think potentially a women's league, an opening act, if you will, of Three Ice Women could be fantastic. A uh, made-for-TV event, sort of, sort of like the Little League World Series, Three Ice Kids, that's a no-brainer for us, potentially an eSports version of this as well. We'll get there at some point. Uh, let's focus on this, but that is definitely in the mix. And that's all I've got time for today. Uh, tomorrow we'll break down tonight's game against the Blackhawks. Hopefully it will be more fun than the breakdown against the Calgary Flames game a couple of days ago. But I'm not holding out hope for anything. I have been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster. J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find this podcast at LO underscore Blue Jacket and wherever you get your podcasts. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. Thank you once again for making us your first listen of the day every day. Why don't you go and make your second listen, Locked on Bets. Your boy Q and Lee Sterling are over there doing a really great job helping you make the most of your sports betting. I know I listen almost every day, so you should too. Enjoy the game tonight, and until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.